Hold on. Damn. All right, what's up, y'all? Trio gang, we are here. Yeah. For the episode. Throw up the three, the, not dudes, but the tray, tray, but the tray, dress and shit. Chrissy. Oh my god! Right. For those that don't know, I am your girl, Chrissy Fallon Mookie. We are here for another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, for tapping in with us every other week, maybe. Ah, when we can get to well, when we can get, <laughs> when we can get around this shit. I love that y'all don't hold us accountable for it, but we try to be very consistent with y'all. That <laughs> y'all don't hold Please. us accountable. That's oh funny. my god, that's hella funny. But this is as authentic as it's gonna get. Um, but I want to just I'm go right into it. I want to open up with a song that I have been banging since it dropped tomorrow too. Uh, Glorilla and Cardi B. I never thought I was gonna take to this record like that. I fuck with it so heavy. Like I did. I wasn't sure about Glorilla, but I like it. And somebody even told me that, um, I think I heard a little birdie say that Cardi, I think, wrote rights for Cardi or wrote this for Cardi, if I'm not mistaken. Don't 100% quote me, but I think I can hear Cardi's influence in her in her, uh, in her her verse. So, um, Cardi, have you guys heard it yet? Boyfriend? Huh? I think so, probably. Meg's boyfriend, right? Yes. I, I don't know. I never heard of Cardi as Meg's boyfriend. Somebody, I yeah, I heard of, somebody, somebody brought like that he wrote that he writes for Cardi and that he I know he wrote they did together, but Cardi been, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Meg been like seven Cardi on the low, like a little sneak distance. So if he, I guess business is business, but. Okay, well, I could be wrong, but I read it somewhere. Well, that's yeah. news. Yeah, that's news. Oh, it, could be, it could be fake. It could be fake news. I mean, she got offset. Like the bars wasn't that like. It could be fake news. But I got it from Twitter, so I got it from Twitter, <laughs> from Black Twitter and shit. I mean, Black, Black Twitter and shit. <laughs> but I, I mean, really it, fuck with the record. If so, if he if he's writing or if he's not, regardless, I just I, I fuck with it. And I like I said, I didn't really think I was gonna take the glow real but I I really fuck with it. They was boring up for sure. So that's my that's my record. That's my record. My song of the week. My record of the week. It's been in heavy rotation for me. Okay, I gotta put it yeah. in the uh, caption. I um. I like Lorilla's voice. Yeah. Like deep voice that she got. Like, I think mm-hmm. her voice is super hard. We were just talking about that. You can get into it, Chris. I know you, Um, we had the big event over the weekend, but yeah. um, one of the girls on the cypher, I can't remember her. Yoshi name. Vintage. No, it wasn't Yoshi Vintage. It was another girl. Spokes. And her voice was hard. Like, Probably T Spokes. She was like a chocolate kind of petite kind of girl. I was like, her, I said, half of the battle with, a, with being an MC is your voice. That's why Snoop oh, is the rapper in the world. Texture. Her texture yeah. is fire. And she can I like spit. It. She yeah. can spit. Yeah, I, I curated the artist 100%. Um, actually, aside, aside of one. So Ruben Vincent was brought in. He was the last artist that was on the cypher. He was brought in by Paris. So shout out to Paris for bringing Ruben in. But I curated the artist and just wanted some versatility in there. Um, from, you know, Ian Kelly, Ja, AJ, Yoshi T. Spokes. Um, I think everybody been there. Wasn't it dope though? Deciphering the VR. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was. It was my first virtual react. Well, tell them about the event, and then we can yeah. get into it because it was definitely my, well, my yeah. first time. Over the past weekend, I was able to you know assist and be a part of Tech Lamert. This is their fifth year. This was actually a pretty big deal for me um, stepping into this space with them. They brought me in actually just to moderate. I was only supposed to moderate, and I w- wind up producing two other segments, which was the cipher and the music panel. Mm-hmm. So um, 
you know, it was, you know, that's my bag. So producing, curating, moderating, I absolutely love to do. I execute it very well. And anything home for me always just is very, um, it just, it just, it's a high for me. It's a high because it's like, I always said this is the Nipsey blueprint because I'm doing shit with black people in my community mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um it was really dope to be a part of the team this is the first time i felt like i've actually worked on a real production not that the other ones weren't but this was like what a real team of like 30 people everybody in sync team yeah. meetings every single week you know it was just a lot of lot of um, group participation I, w I didn't feel by myself i had a lot of uh, assistance and I had a lot of um, just support during the whole process of it. So I moderated the um, LA Culture um, Influencers panel. Came Why Kobe? Who was that? Girl Kobe in the back. Why Kobe getting off my... Now that he discovered his bark, girl, he will not shut up. Ah, ah. Like, boy, you okay. are a baby. You are barking at nothing. He getting off. Okay. He getting off. <laughs> right. Um, and I, you know, I curated the panel. I just wanted some influential people. And everybody wasn't from L.A. And a lot of people were like, well, why didn't you necessarily get people that were from L.A.? These are just people I feel like that are influential in L.A. I would have loved, though, to get all homegrown at home. But it's not so easy to get everybody that's from home. Let's just be keeping a buck. Like, all them people don't always respond. They don't. They keep the, leave the messages on red. So they're not always accessible. But we'll get to y'all. Um, y'all know who y'all are. But... <laughs> Like, yeah, shots fired and shit. Um, right. But anyway, yeah, so I just got some influential people that are making noise and doing great things in L.A. So that's probably what that, that's what that panel was based around. But overall, it was great. Lamert was lit. The stages were nice. Um, it was just a great day. It was a great day. Yeah, I super enjoyed it. And it was, it's always nice to be a spectator. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because you always throw a licks, which I always appreciate just being able to have opportunities to perform, especially in Lamert. Like, it always hits different. It feels like I got not necessarily something to put. Well, I just feel at home. It's just a different feeling. But being Dang. able to be a spectator and just sit and kind of soak up game, because we definitely uh, came right on time for your panel, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. was amazing on right. That. And just being able to get that game, because in any type of industry you're in, whether it be in, you were talking about the people on the panel, I know it was Charmaan, uh on the panel who from her mm -hmm. favorite play. Um, and then uh, watch Watch me and Yay Ali. Hey, yeah, like I know one of your songs, like, um, but just getting that game from them and like understanding the process of whatever, and, and it could be whatever industry you're in. We're all not creatives or artists, sometimes we're doing other things, but it still is the same process of believing yourself, believing your work, um, trust the process. Like a lot of the things that we hear, but it never gets old hearing and having those things reinforced because on that journey, and as we were talking with Watch Me Quan later that day. Yeah. Just saying, like, you got to just stay the course. Like, it is a marathon. Nip told us. He set us up for it. Like, it's not a sprint. Like, it really is experience after experience and brick by brick that really ultimately lead us to where we're, you know, supposed to go. And celebrating the small wins. I think me and Mook, we, we were talking about that. Like, celebrating not just the big things that we're waiting All on. All the strides, the journey. Every, everything that you know what mean? accomplished throughout the journey. Yeah, because you're thinking about we all waiting for that million dollar check to drop in the account. And at that point, we feel like, OK, I made it. We've arrived or I bought my mama a house. So that's like the big, big. But there's so many small wins that we can appreciate mm -hmm. and that could keep our morale up as we continue on the journey. So I definitely benefited from listening to the uh, panel. And then, girl, the virtual reality was crazy. It was a virtual reality. For those that don't know, it was a virtual reality cipher. So you put on. The the virtual reality here. Mm -hmm. You got your hands and your, you know, your 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 controllers in your hand. 
and it was just really, really cool. That was the first time I ever seen that. And it was a whole 360 experience. Once you're in the VR space, you can turn and everything just moves with you. Like I was I was in the tracks and shit trying to go all the way down the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, was, like I was able to go close up to the soda machine and, you know, and really experience. I can move up and move out and then go up and down. Like it was really trippy. And that was my first time experiencing that also. Yeah. Um, and then, so it was in conjunction with like Young Guru and his um, I guess one of his organizations that he works with or is a part of or is funding. Um, so that was a big deal, you know, um, to be attached to Young Guru and shit. Okay. <laughs> the one and only Young Guru. Um, and yeah, it was a virtual, again, it was a cipher in a, in a New York subway station, you know, so you, you could see the rat running across the, at the bottom and it, <laughs> yeah, like, it's tea in here, but it was real. It was real. So again, shout out to Tech Lamar. Wait, um, wait, hold on, Chris. I'm so LA with it. So when it when the cipher started, that's when like the rats and stuff came out. But I was like, why? I was like, you can hear the birds. birds. I was like, you can hear the birds chirping <laughs> in the new in the subway at that. In the like, subway, oh, birds, girl. Like, why can I hear the birds? Because it's like so. I mean, I know we're getting our subway system now, but I didn't think like, no, it's New York. It's the rats. It's it's, it's yeah. gritty. It's the it's rats. New York. It was a New York subway station. I legit was like, you can hear the birds chirping like on some. Like no sick girl over there type. Then I looked down and then it was like rats running around. I was like, <laughs> hey, they they kept it true to New York subways for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what they experienced. They don't care. I'm tripping off that shit. Rats be running across. Uh, having rolling. And they do not care. That's the only thing yeah. about New York. I say like going. It's like I don't. I don't think I could ever get used to like all that trash being piled up. It's like. Mm -hmm. 20 bags of trash piled up on the street. And I mean, I guess I'd rather have it in bags than have it just sprawled across the street still, or whatever. They, it's just, they, live a, they live differently. It's different in New York. It's different. That's, that has why so many rodents because their sewer system or their trash system, they put the bags out, then they get picked up. I wonder if it's like daily or if it's like weekly. Like, why don't y'all have trash bins? <laughs> Like, because there's too many people, they it's too many people, and they don't have enough space. A trash bin, even if you look <laughs> on the curve, like, because if not, y'all just piling up trash. Like, that's the weirdest thing to where me. are the trash bins basically? Y'all got enough money to, to, to pay for some trash bins. Where's where, where are the city councilmen? And I hope they're still, still making a trash man get out and, and, and hand pick your trash and toss it off the silver can and shit. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my oh, god. God bless. God bless. Oh, god bless. Yeah. Um, but before also we get like knee deep into our conversation, I do kind of want to get the elephant out the room real quick. And I do want to um talk about um a couple people that we lost recently. Um it's just it doesn't feel right without, you know, um mentioning, you know, GI, Brandon, and then recently we lost Key Riches. Um, I didn't realize Key was so young. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he was 23 or 24 years old. Never really worked with him, but it was, you know, we, we kind of went back and forth in the DMs. He said, I would love to work with you. He was supposed to come to music and media. We wanted to get an interview in. And these are things that always just hit kind of when you're going, when somebody's deceased and you're going back and reading old messages and all these things that you guys talked about possibly doing or moving forward in and it never happens. And now they're here. It just really puts everything into reality like move forward, you know, move forward, work with people, don't wait, execute ideas, execute plans, because we just don't know when our time is up. And yeah, I don't want to get too, you know, too deep into it. But um, 
you know, GI was somebody that was really, really, you know, special for me, for a lot of us, you know, he was, a, that was my, that was bro. That was bro. I was sis. He was bro. And so just want to kind of give condolences to his family, um, to anybody that's affected by his loss. Um, and yeah, you know, he's just, it's just sad. It really is. And he'll be missed. Yeah, that's beautifully mm -hmm. said, beautifully spoken. Crenshaw yeah. District, first of all, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? um, it's it's too deep to get into on this show. Yeah, I don't so hear we'll, we'll spare y'all. It, it kind of just it gets heavy, but yeah, the intricacies of the situation. But um, we did lose somebody that is one of our Crenshaw family. Um, somebody that is near and dear to us, as Nip was in a sense, like just because. Mm -hmm what he was able to accomplish in the music industry coming from where we come from was no small feat and being able to kind of maximize and capitalize against all odds was just kind of remarkable to see and the type of people that he was working with the rooms that he was moving around in and the fact that he never really tried to attach himself to Nipsey for his success and he exactly, could. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean like you see yeah, and I've did. always said that he had his own brand his own brand he wasn't leaning on Nip in that way and um mm -hmm. but Nip still showed up for him you know when it was time to show up and um it was it, it it's just a lot to unpack um but we I definitely feel the same Chris like you know major shout outs if we're feeling how we feel and we can only imagine how his mom his father his family his siblings whatever are feeling and so just prayers up for them um and it is a devastating loss and we will uphold his memory accordingly and keep riches what's so crazy about that is so my mom was on tmz y'all my mom retired and she i saw that my mom <laughs> I, had to send my mom, I had to send miss faye a text today like um girl you kind of doing a whole lot but she was on tmz <laughs> Um, doing some commentary, which was really cool. And I, uh, uh, Christian retweeted it. And only two people liked the retweet that you did. And he was one of them. Oh, wow. And so I looked and I was like, back then, when I first saw it or whatever, I'm like, Kira. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, Kira. I'm like, okay. He was popping. He had like the, the video in the car. He was smoking. He was doing like the YG and Mary J flip, like B. He was rapping to he's, that. He's hard. And so he I was like, hard. I was like, okay, well, he's showing love. Thank you for showing love for me and my mama. You know, I thought right. it was dope. And I'm like, okay. And I got the news too, just, you know, going through social media that he had passed as well. Also PNB rock, mm -hmm. um, passed in the city. He we did. haven't gotten he a sure chance did. to honor, um, Trey. Um, yeah. we lost as well. Um, not a Crenshaw native, a Carson native, which is for those that are not from LA, like a small suburb, I guess, outside of LA, but still like section. Like we, we definitely acknowledge Carson. You know what I mean? And he was a, a the store on your, what's the uh, store name? The online brand, his oh Rearview, Rearview. So bought plenty of pieces from Rearview. He owns that business. A lot of people didn't know that. You know, he mm -hmm. owned that business and was operating it. And he had really created a really great life for himself. He was never um, gang affiliated. He was never, um, you know, he just wasn't about that. He was just always about his money. From the first time that I met him, he was just Thanks. always about money. Like whether that means like corporate money or whatever. Like he was always about that. It seemed. Um, so losing him was crazy also. And I guess we should just speak to two of just being LA natives. And I think this is really important for us all to kind of chime in on that based on our experience. Like being LA natives, like people coming to our city now with a different point of view. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like 
when we come out there, like it's, you know, the energy weird, like, you know what I'm saying? And we we eat in our own. And I guess that could be applied to any area, but it's like, you know, the biggest man in LA culture, we lay down right in front of his property. Exactly. So it's getting real raw out here. It's getting real crazy. You know, the gangbanging stuff was its own thing. It's its own thing. And inside people know what's going on with that. But for just, you know, I'm a rapper and I got to really worry about coming to these places and, and, being with my girl or, you know, going to get something to eat or doing something like that. Or I'm, I live here and maybe, you know, people thinking that I'm from out of town, but I really live here and they see me, you know, dressed or whatever. What, and I'm not saying that's what happened in that situation, but y'all know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know what's to say about it. Having, having to move accordingly. What should we, what, what should be the protocol? What, what are we missing and what is happening right now in the air? Cause it's everywhere. You know what? I I can't. I don't even have an answer for you for that. Like my just my personal views because I'm trying to figure out the same thing. It's been trauma after trauma after trauma. It's like a domino effect of one thing happened, then it rolls into another, and then it rolls. But you got to remember too, it started with um, uh, what's his name? Um, Pop Smoke. Yeah. It he I'm and it could it could go back. I mean, of course. I mean, shit. If you want to really go back into history. Pac and Biggie, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, rappers for some reason come to LA and lose their lives. Like, it's just I don't. I mean, you just don't. You hear about it m more here, and I'm thinking like, what the fuck is going on with us? To the fact that I don't know, and you know, you I was reading or listening to a lot of people have commenting on there, like, well, y'all need to check in. I'm like, check in with who though? Like, who 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 are y'all checking? Like, checking in with who? Like, don't come to L.A. without checking in, checking in with the big homies and checking in. I'm like, so every everybody that comes here needs to check in with somebody so they can know how to move and they can know where to go. But that's like that's kind of a fucked up way to live and to be out here. If you visiting like a lot of artists come out here for shows, you know what I'm saying? And, and want to be on the scene. And I just kind of feel like it's kind of fucked up in the sense. Everybody's like, well, why was he going back to PNB? Why was he over there? But he didn't know. I don't think he knew better to be off of uh, Central or wherever that Roscoe's is over oh, here. Man. Man, yeah, I don't think he knew better. I think he probably just and somebody made a good point. Maybe his girl just typed in Roscoe and the nearest one popped up and that was that one. I don't know. Like, I don't know why he I don't have an answer why he wanted that one in particular. But yeah, like y'all was a little too flashy. You, you gotta know where you all are. You know what I mean? Like that parking lot is small. Niggas probably seen y'all pull up in that car. A couple of calls probably were made and something happened. You know, who knows? But and I know there's a lot of stories out there, but it's just, I don't know, you know, according to socials, it's, you know, check in when you get here, you know, so I don't I know. I think LA is just one of those major cities that you have to come to, right? So I think we get a little more fatalities because when you think about making it, where do you go? You think about LA, you think about New York. And unfortunately, LA is just one of the cities that most entertainers have to set up shop in. So more than likely, the, the odds is bigger that something happening to you in LA versus Houston or Atlanta or wherever else, because ultimately you have to come to LA. There's no way for you to make it where you want to by bypassing LA. It's just not going to happen. It's a lot of business out here. And point. unfortunately that causes a lot of a lot more traffic to come here, I believe. Like we can even look at the BET ciphers. The hip hop awards is in Atlanta, but they filmed the cipher in LA, right? Mm -hmm. They so did have to pass through LA. I do feel like the number of artists 
um, fatalities are increasing because I can only recall two growing up. Now, like, I feel like we have, what's his name? What was his name? Um, Triple X, what was his name? XXX. Yes, we have him all the way on down and I feel like every time we turn around like a new young artist is losing their life and I don't know if social media is playing such a role I don't put it all on oh you posted your location like I don't want to reduce it to that you know but it's just unfortunate and I don't know if it's something that will ever stop like long as people don't have any money I think fatalities will always be up people Need, they need it they want it they have they 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 hungry out here like everything is up everything is going up but money nobody's getting raises like nobody's working so they re, you know there's no research there's no resources for anybody it's it's a it's a thousand plus people i mean you got the same people, the same even aside from that because that's like the the corporate world that you're speaking of. Even the people who was up a couple hundred thousand just 24 months ago, 12 months ago, when EDD and PPP oh, yeah. were popping, yeah, those same pockets that was up are now not. They're not. You know what I mean? So I think they're just resulting to what they know. As far as um, PNB Rock, like that still surprised me. I mean, th- anything can happen anywhere, but it was like, why there? Even when you pulled up, you could have been like, nah, this ain't it, right? I mean, you know like open for business the very next day. I mean, he's from Philly, so it's like you should know. You know what I mean? Like you should know something when when, when you see it. So I mean, and I don't want to put that honus all on his girl because I know she's probably like, you know, that's 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 something traumatic she has to together. Yeah, 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 and she had to witness that. You know what I mean? Just hearing about the loss of someone is is hurtful let alone being front row to it like I, I couldn't imagine what that feels like you know what I mean so yeah I don't know what I don't know what we can do about that and far as the checking in that's just a friendly extortion so um, <laughs> that ain't that's not my I mean there's no what's happening is in my opinion through having conversations with people that, you know, have been street people or are street people or whatever, is, you know, there is no hierarchy and order anymore as far as it, you know, as far as it goes with the streets, right? So there was a point in time where you may want to come in and check with somebody out of respect, yes. So, but so also for your own safety, if we go to Ghana tomorrow, we need a guide. Okay. Yeah. Start going in a book and be like, oh, Ghana looks so beautiful. Look at all these beautiful places. We about to go to Ghana and we about to go here. We about to do no, we need to know somebody. We need yeah. to know a group that has been there before. You know what I'm saying? So you when you we need in, to know your bearings. Yeah. When you're coming into foreign territory, um, understand that LA, um Hollywood is a different subsection. It's a very small subsection. And most of the celebrities that come to LA that work actively in the industry, whether it be film and um, you know, entertainment, obviously in different industries and music and stuff, they live in the valley. They don't live exactly. in Los Angeles, in the sub cities of Los Angeles. So and that's where people get very confused. Like Hollywood and LA, all that shit that way is completely different territory. Yeah. So if you don't have somebody to accompany mm-hmm. you to these types of things, and not to say that that's going to be fail proof either, but if you don't have a, a tour guide, okay, to be with you and to assist you on your journeys and you making sure that you're checking in with the right people, because you also could be, uh, you know, dealing with people that are marked. Don't rely on Instagram. 
Yeah. And like, oh, they from LA. They cool people or whatever. Check their pedigree, their background, and they files and make sure that they are honey because they may not be good in every hood or in their section even. And if they could kill the king of LA in yep, front of their own too. establishment. Yep. Nobody's safe. Nobody is safe, baby. This is not, this is not what you think it is. And a lot, it doesn't really get publicized. Y'all seen Minister Society, they seen boys in the hood, but that was a long time ago. And it was more active, or it seemed more active then, or maybe it's more active now. I don't know, but it hasn't stopped, is what I'm mm -hmm. saying. And we're not proud of that. But for everyone to be aware when coming to visit here, you need to know somebody, find somebody, you know. And it's okay to admit that I don't have to be in LA. Go to the valley. <laughs> go to Hollywood, go to the Valley, go to Burbank, go to Sherman Oaks, go to Woodland Hills, go to Calabasas, where everyone else is at. And it's not really nothing cracking out here. You don't hear a lot of those stories out here. But if you're talking about coming on Main, Crenshaw Boulevard, Inglewood, any of those types of things, you need to make sure you have someone with you. And mm -hmm. even if they go to the Valley, like they still got the Valley Boys, they still got stuff out there. Oh, it's we cracking? Everywhere. Like you have to go further out to Calabasas. Calabasas, yeah. Back in in the valley. However, I feel that way for people who just want to move to LA because they want, you know, a different life path or they want to follow whatever other dreams that they have. Like I see it all day where people are packing up and moving to LA. And I'm like, do you even know where you're going? Do you even know you're you're you guys are taking these little virtual tours? putting deposits down on apartments and moving out here and having a rude awakening. Yeah. Then at the same time, you got people saying, oh, LA born. I saw that today. Uh, I did too. LA is born. Um, it's either a, a, a Hollywood, a Hollywood house party or whatever. Girl tweeted that artistic was like, what advice can y'all give her? I want to be like, bitch. Like, I mean, but we've had this conversation before. And at the end of the day, LA, what we consider fun is different than what y'all see. Y'all move out. People move out mm -hmm. here for the glitz and glamour of what they think LA is. Yeah. When they come here, it's totally different. It's totally different. You know what I mean? So just even for their safety, I wish like there was a form where pe where everyday people could check in with people from L.A., not the, the pay check in. But, hey, I'm thinking about moving here. I saw an apartment in this area. Is it cool? That's a good idea. Too, yeah. More because people are so thirsty and we live in an era where it's like, be careful because people are crazy. But I wish there was such a form that existed just because the average person needs to be safe out here. You know, I lost a coworker um, this week and his son is out here from New York. And I told him like, hey, you know, um, if you need advice on where to go, let me know. You know, like, I, of course, I can't provide no protection for him. But if he wants to go out to eat and Google something, I want to say, yeah, that's not a cool spot. Or I wouldn't do it. it yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's not from out here. Never been out here. Only came out here to get his dad body and go. You know, so that's terrible. It just needs to be a little bit. I think everybody needs to be safe at this point, not just the artists, they're just the target, but just for the person who just trying to, that's the person who's just trying to exist out here, the person who write music and just want to make it, you know. But rest in peace to all of those people we mentioned. Major, major rest in peace if that even makes sense for GI for sure. And um, we gonna we're gonna hold it down, we're gonna keep doing what we've been doing. Yeah, oh, really? so crazy. Just that was that was just crazy. I mean, death always have remind you to live a little bit. Yes, it, it has a, it has its way of just kind of putting you back on course, and not to make it about you, you know, because I seem selfish in a sense. But when you think about the fact that death is so final, and that's 
it, it has a way of um, reminding you what's important, you know, and even the the small, what I'm dealing with, just even in, in my workspace, like having to walk past, you know, someone's car or their belongings, like you, you have all this stuff and none of it is going with you. None of it. You know what I mean? The only thing you're going to go with you is whatever your family purchased for you. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. It just has a way of prioritizing just what's important at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. And really letting go. Like, whatever. I know we go through a lot of stuff. And I think what I've kind of learned within the last week is just like, you know, I feel like I'm still on my healing journey. And whoever I felt like might have hurt me or whatever grudge I was holding on to from people or someone like let it go mm-hmm. just let it go you know and just finding in your heart to forgive um and God forgives us and who am I to like hold that you know in okay. t- any type of hatred or just like ill will towards anybody you know like who cares at the end of the day like it, I mean who you know what I mean what is it really what is it really doing either way you know what I'm it's saying? not worth it's not even worth it yeah let it go let it go and move on with your life move on with your life don't hold on to nothing let well it speaking go. of moving on with your life um <laughs> we don't want to stay stay down too long but I got some hot takes we it's, it's some relationship hot takes some stuff going on in the uh virtual world that we are <laughs> been made privy to so I want to make sure I his name right so E, is it Ime Uduka? Iduko. Ime Uduka, who is the fiance of beautiful, iconic black actress Um, And Ime, her fiance, is the head coach of the Boston Celtics. And it just got revealed last week that he was having a uh affair. Would it would it, I mean I guess it'd be considered a fair they're not married yet, but he had some type of liaison, some type of dealings with somebody from the Boston Celtics staff and yeah. outed it came to the surface. I guess they did some investigation on it, and he has now been suspended, I believe, for the rest of the 22-23 NBA season, um, as a result of his infidelity. So I think this is a great talking point, a great point of conversation, because first of all, Black Twitter went crazy. You know what I'm they, saying? Maybe <laughs> um, they were saying everything and anything about you did that to Nia Long. I got my own thoughts about that. But I'm sure y'all have y'all's too. But y'all did that to Nia Long and Nia Long. How y'all gonna do that? That's Nia Long. And blah, 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 you know, all, all those things. Beyonce um, got cheated on. Okay, like, let's, like. Beyonce let's has a story, but. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, we can we can get into it, but I'm just saying, you know, that was you that was the 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 overall overall sentiment, especially considering the fact that uh Ime is not somebody that's like a R and B superstar or a rap star or a big actor or something like that. So no one is necessarily gonna come to his defense. One, because he looks like he's in the wrong, and then two, because Nia Long is our beloved, like, you know, nineties actress that we all, you I know, love it, yes. So um, y'all can tell me y'all thoughts on it. You know, they've been together since 2010, I believe. So it's been a very long tenure relationship. Lord yeah. knows I can relate. Okay. So it's, it's been 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. 12 years and one son together. Okay. So oh, and wow. they, okay. a lot of time spent. They've been engaged for quite some time. Nia at one point said she never even wanted to be married. Maybe that shifted when she got with him and, you know, they had, you know, uh, their life planned out of how they <laughs> wanted to add a little bit more to the story. Okay. Staffer was in charge of travel, right? 
well, one of the roles I'm going to say mm-hmm. she was in, she was in charge of travel. Whenever the team have to go here to there, that's what she does. She was also Is this the one that he had the affair with. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> that's her name. <laughs> now, they're not going to release it for her protection, but whatever. So up till now, we know that she was over-traveled. She booked all, you know, the traveling gigs. She even helped with the travel arrangements, moving near to Boston, which took place about a week ago. So they were in constant communication with one another. Whenever Nia wanted to go to some of the away games, she, you know, handled, she corresponded all those things. So it's kind of fucked uh, well, it is pretty fucked up, you know, um, and this goes back to our conversation. Remember, we was like, if you cheat, cheat respectfully. This yeah. is completely disrespect. There's no way to respectfully cheat. But if we just have to kind of give it a little new, kind of boundaries, this, bounds. this would be it. Like, damn, you cheat. Like, so this bitch is helping me move into my place and she was just sucking a dick. Like, this is crazy. Oh, my, oh gosh. my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. it's, it's, so in that sense, it's weird. Two, she got caught on the ring cam because she herself is married and her husband overheard a conversation. So oh, it was consensual, but when the relationship ended, she was harassed. And I'm assuming because, oh boy, like, what's up? He, he probably was, you know, into it. Trying to end so much the relationship. And then now, all of a sudden, I'm, so they say allegedly that, you know, there was other women who like he made unwanted advances. So I guess now uh, like, he one, well, I don't know, because it's just in today's language, like, um, what is an unwanted advance exactly? If somebody say, hey, can I take you out? Is that an unwanted advance? Or they just ask if they could take me out. Like it, it, the, the, it, it's really, it's just interesting nowadays because anything that make you feel uncomfortable is an unwanted advance, you know? But nonetheless, that's just a little bit more context to the story. Of course, that's Nia Long. They've been together for 12 years, but how he see her and how we see her is totally different. He He's exactly. with every fucking day. I don't know the nature of their relationship. I don't know the status. I don't know anything, the arrangement that they have within their own shit. But from what I could see, it looks shady. It looks messy. It's like you let your shit spill over here. Yes. It's a public figure too. How embarrassing. It must be That's big fucking embarrassing. He took the Celtics all the way to the championship and they don't give a fuck about no infidelity, but they acted on <laughs> something that's like bigger than what yep. we knew. But far as the relationship piece, I think it's just shitty. I think it's messy. And I would be way more upset at the messiness of it than like the cheating of it. Like I could have handled the back end, but on the front end, you got me out here looking crazy. Yeah. And she's still in Hollywood. So she's going to put out a statement and that's it. Yeah. Chris, mm. feel about I it. I mean, you know what? I, I think Janice hit all the points. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I, just, like, I know she did. And I feel like, and I hate to say it like this, but just because she's Nia Long doesn't exempt her from being cheated on. I hate when people kind of say that when she's so-and-so and she's so-and-so. We love Nia. We're going to protect Nia by all means, but we really don't know what's going on internally. We not. We don't live in a house. We don't even know. We don't know what the fuck is going on. We don't know how unhappy he is or she is or whatever. It's a lot of shit that we see on the surface that they put on for cameras, but we don't know what's going on in their household. And that doesn't mean that I we would we want to hear about Nia Long getting cheated on by her fiance or her husband or whoever to this at this capacity at that. Like it's public. Everybody knows. Everybody's in our business. I'm fucking embarrassed. You embarrass me. Like. It don't, this situation, it, I don't think it gets any worse than this. Like, this is top tier embarrassment. It don't get any worse than this. this is top, no, this is top tier embarrassment. Like, 
is top tier and air the whole fucking globe knows you know like, like, Janice said, like also because you like you fucking up the money i mean i guess he's still gonna get paid but the optics of it all like Mookie said, well, like both of y'all are saying or whatever it's the optics of the whole thing but i think what's more interesting is that psychologically human behavior shows us that infidelity is one of the biggest issues between partners a lot of people will say that it's finances which i do believe that's the case for some especially the higher you go up in your finances because it's kind of like okay we divorce how we about to split this shit up this that and the third and then if you super broke we figuring out how to get these bill paid so finances can definitely be a thing but infidelity is something that really throws us off course and i think we have to start asking ourselves what is it within the cheating that makes us so unnerved uncomfortable and thrown off track and this is considering that you've been with somebody for however long that they've been together. And, you know, this is something that's come up in their relationship. Yes, it's the how. I think that we have issues with the how, but we also have just issues with the it. We also have issues with the acknowledgement of, de of desire within our partners for other people and companionship. That throws us off also. And that's a natural human behavior. When we see other men, if we're in a relationship or whatever, that's handsome, we're not going to not see him because we're in a relationship. If a man exactly. sees a, a woman, it goes without saying, right? So it's like, these are natural human instincts. And yes, we have to exercise discipline and all of those things. But what is it that really throws us off? Because when we start talking about infidelity and scandal, of course, everybody projects all in the shade room comments. Oh my God, girl, she better leave him. She been with him all this time. And woo, woo, woo. Like, girl, why would I leave my man, the head of the Boston Celtics? Y'all want me to leave my man. Why are y'all telling me to leave my man? Why are y'all encouraging me to leave, to leave my dude? Like, you know... Have you left yours? Do you have yours? <laughs> Are anybody? You know, Are you following the blueprint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like what's really going on with that? So I don't know. I think we need to start addressing too. Like why Like why is that such a big thing? Was it really worth him? I mean, I guess for this, the the sake of the the it being messy at work. So maybe that's why they did that. But I mean, I don't know. I just, I just feel like we got to start asking that question. Why is that such a deal breaker for most people? Honestly, um, this isn't too far off the, the conversation, but mm. I don't think deal breakers really exist. I'll tell you why. Yes. I feel like people are willing to deal with whatever from who it is that they want. Mm -hmm. I think deal breakers only, it's a deal breaker if you're really not that into that person. Like, oh. I don't like, the, oh, they does. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, but when you are into somebody, when you want them, you will work with, you will work with, with whatever's in that space. That, that's right. a fact. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even when it comes to men, like I had this thought, like you cannot motivate, support, encourage, cook, clean your way into a man's heart. I don't mean the obvious he don't want you. I mean, just in general, like yeah. if he's not feeling you to that degree, it doesn't matter what you do. Y'all would never cross that threshold of really locking in solid with one another. Right. However, to go back, to that, I don't. I don't really think infidelity is a deal breaker. I think social media has created it's where they cheat, you leave. It's like so. There's no conflict resolution skills. There's no way to work through anything because there's no perfect no one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cheating, cheating hurt. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah. Like if you've ever been cheated on, it you internalize it because it's like, damn, well, what am I not doing when I think it really has nothing to a hundred percent do with you. Yeah, it, it, I really think it's just the other person and their own shit. I think when it comes down to cheating, um, 
it depends on the the relationship where I think my decision to to stay or go may may come in because yeah. emotional relationships, a non-sexual but emotional relationship may hurt a lot more than a nigga hitting it from the back for 10 minutes before he came to the house. Yeah. Like inside jokes and shit with the bitch, like excuse me, like exactly. if I own lingo and shit, like, right, right. like out of here. Like inside jokes, she she following up on shit that your girl forgot about, like uh, and your girl. Oh, it's I, a different, it's a different level of intimacy. Yeah, with that that intimacy is not always having sex, but it's sometimes it's just a connection. And, and that, I think it's the deception. If I yeah. if I did have to call upon something that's the most unsettling in that regard is is the deception and really i think it was on the uh it was on uh cam newton's podcast he has a podcast and oh, uh, meet simone and her uh host megan they were oh, on there and they were talking about and they were just talking about like it's 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 the de- it's the deception but it's also um oh god i forgot my thought i didn't even smoke today i do that all the time but it was a really good it was a really good conversation on my tiktok with that yeah it was it was a conversation just about like the deception of it all oh and i think what this is what what they were saying men lie about it because you feel like it's wrong too you feel like there's something wrong with what it is that you're doing it, whether it be in the way that you're doing it whether it be the premise and and, and why or whatever the case may be you Crazy. feel shame in what you're doing because if you didn't look this is where I'm at. And not to say that it would be easy because of course it's not easy. You don't know how that person's going to react, come out the bag on you. If you got children, family, other things lined up with it, a lot could come with that. However, in your ownness as a man, at this age, especially talking about grown men, we ain't 17 no more. You talking about grown ass men, you got bills coming to your house and you talking about you want to lie to me. You going to let me punk you out of your own conviction as a man mm. or what it is that you want to do. I don't feel like it makes sense. So I think that's one of the biggest issues too, is just the deception behind it. Like why, you know what I mean? Have the conversation. Like, why are you, why are you scared to have the conversation? In addition to that, it's the gaslighting of it all. When you bring it up, when you feel that it's wrong and you're, oh, yeah. and you're getting told, no, that's not it. You're getting told like them. So you're going to let me feel like I'm crazy. Like I'm yeah. crazy. You're going to make me feel like I'm crazy. You're going to make me feel like I'm tripping. I'm bugging. When I'm a hundred percent facts, like this should not add up. And you say here, and I'm coming to you it to, makes to me feel like I'm stupid. Not even that I'm accusing you because when you try the, to communicate first and that don't work and, and that feeling is not settled, that's when the well, let me look through your shit because I need to get the I answer. need to know like, and I know that I know. Me. Yeah, I know that I know. Right, and because men has set up this this whole, you have to prove it. Your word should be enough, but now I gotta prove to you that you doing the bullshit. That, that you're doing the bullshit. Why do we have to go? But see, that's what that's what she was saying is well, y'all ashamed. If you're not ashamed, then why is it why is it taking so much? So I think as people, I don't think that it is abnormal for us to have attractions to the opposite sex. I don't think that it is abnormal for us to have desires to be with more than one person. We do not all have to live in a monogamous world. You know what I'm saying? It's all a conversation and an arrangement between me and my partner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, Arrangements. And whatever the arrangement is, whatever the, the, the but let's make it a, a partnership. And that's what it is. A lot of times men want to see it. And really have the conversation, have the uncomfortable well, conversation in the household. They want to be the dictator instead yeah. of the partner. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're we're on evil gr- even ground. You provide something different and so do I, but we're still here. Okay, so let me ask y'all this then. So if it was discussed, 
I guess this is all about what you guys will tolerate and what you would deal with in your relationships. Because what if your dude did come to you and said, is it still considered cheating if you know about it? Like in what way? Like, I mean, so, like, if, so if your dude came to you and be like, I, there's another, there's a girl I want to fuck. I, I, there's this chick I, I'm kind of feeling. I'm sexually right. attracted to her and I want to have sex to her. Yeah. But he comes, he's coming to you though. So he's not going behind your back. He's not doing it. He's he's coming up to you up front and being like, I really want to no. with this girl and have sex with her. Is no. that? <laughs> okay. Have you, y'all remember Girls Trip, right? And the whole, one of the plots of the movies was the fact that it was a couple but parading around like America's favorite couple, but they really wasn't even together for real. I think so. Yes, because by the end, she ended up like her audience ended up being single women because um, the blogs had reported that her boyfriend was with some other chick and her friends had told oh, I think her. I remember that. Yeah. And then when she talked to him, it was like, I told you, stop, don't be so fucking messy because they had their own little arrangement. Thing. And it's like, don't, don't let our shit spill out. You right, know what yeah. I mean? So I think it just depends. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know what the fuck I, I will say <laughs> until it, honestly until it reached my door because I've I've settled and did some things that in retrospect, I mean, I probably wouldn't do it again, but I did it. So who who's to say? I don't know. It depends how it's presented to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't want to sit up here and say I'll never do that because that's the easy answer to say. I might, I mm-hmm. might, I might the- under. I might allow it under my conditions, like yeah. okay, be well, open to the possibility of like it going down. Like, okay, well, you know, she doesn't get anything special. I would want to know, like, well, what do you want to do? Just have sex? You're trying to make this your your other girlfriend? Like, I'll probably have some of my own terms and conditions, but I don't know either because it may happen anyway. Correct, mm-hmm. and that's it right there. Like, regardless if you approve of it or not, because we can't say that. Oh, talk to us, talk to us, talk to us, and when they do, we like, you know what I'm saying? And we rattling off because now, okay, ooh, now you're on the hook, and now you got to start asking yourself, why are you insecure? Why does that bother you? Yeah. The fact that I have sexual attraction to another woman, I find another woman sexually attractive and I may be interested in exploring that and I want to communicate that to you because you are my partner. How do you feel about that? And I can't handle that. What kind of relationship is it that you want? And a lot of women say that they want that kind of relationship, but they're not built for it. So they'll be okay with the lie. They want to be pacified with the lies because it makes them more comfortable. They don't have to challenge their own ego in those instances. So for me, it's where are we in our relationship? I'm kind of like, if we have, if if you live a certain lifestyle and you have certain things in order, I'm all about doing things in good order. And a lot of men want to have men be talking about all these polygamous situations and you know scenarios. And your life is not together, baby. Yeah, life is not together. It's not. We shouldn't be piecing piecemealing money together to go get something to eat. We shouldn't be, you know, figuring out how this bill is going to get paid. I maybe shouldn't even be working. It so takes coins to play, to play in this field. Yeah, and, and, yeah that's no, not just, and that's not necessarily like, oh, pub daddy level, you know what I'm saying? But we need to be able to take care of our basic responsibilities and then some, you know what I'm saying? Before we even start thinking about exploring outside of this relationship and outside of monetarily, are we solid? Like Mookie was saying, mm-hmm. are we on a strong foundation? If we, have, if we have things to unpack that we still need to work our way through, we shouldn't be entering, letting anybody else enter into our relationship. The only point in time somebody should be in, uh, open to that in any way, shape, or form, I think, is if you are solid. If you're not solid, then no. It's not. It's a, it's a no. If we're not solid, no. Why would you, you know? And like I always say, 
maybe not tip for tat. So maybe you, you know, if I come to you two years from now and I ha- want to have the same conversation, can we have it? Mm-hmm. I like this guy. He was great. You know, I may not even want to have sex with him. He wants to take me out on a date. You know, we have common interests and no, it's not happening, but okay. But but you get you can smash and you I don't understand like yeah but oh, no yeah. no okay. I hundred percent hear you but no it's so not if, so if dudes that say like oh well no you can't you can't um ain't no nigga allowing him. his brother to go or, out and fuck no other nigga period but, I don't that's, care how the, but that's the thing that's the ain't thing, no nigga ain't that ain't lying no, no nigga. <laughs> I disagree because that goes back to me saying you are gonna tolerate something from who you want and that go for men too we're probably think that oh if you do X Y Z niggas is cutthroat no they not. They really no, not. They not. No, they not. Well, maybe it's like a different it, level. It, maybe it, it's maybe it's a maybe it's tears to this shit. Cause ain't no, I don't think no average. They try to scare middle. you into that. Thank you. Cause now I don't believe that. They I don't believe that. I, I, I don't believe that. Cause it, oh, if she cheating, I'm going back. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You, yeah, because you're a human. Yes, you are. That goes back to my deal breaker. Like, and please, you can do everything, and a nigga will take the bare minimum from somebody they want. Include cheating, whatever infidelity that may come with this person. If they want that bitch, they gonna deal with what comes with her the same way we do. I think they just try to scare you into the you better not, so that you stay in pocket. Meanwhile, they running amok. I, I, I made a post. Do you sis? The rules are fake. That's, uh, a, fact. That's a fact. Wake up, everybody want to talk about uh, stay woke. No, for real, stay woke. Like you know what <laughs> I'm saying. Fake, so do you. Well, I can, um, say, I can say I kind of I kind of was in a situation kind of like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when I was the one that kind of stepped out, I would say out of the relationship and did something. And he was like, OK, he I guess he tried to make it work. He wanted to be with me. He deep down inside wanted to be with me and wanted to make it work. But I don't think he could handle the fact that I really went out and I had feelings for somebody else. Yeah. And this is the way that yours was presented, honey. You made it clear. Honey. You, it, it wasn't just that I stepped out and, you know, it was actually was presented like. And that's just, that's what I'm working on. You know, that's just, I'm at a point in my life where I, I guess I'm just saying what it I'm is. I'm at a point in my life. <laughs> right. Well, it's the communication piece and it's kind of like. And maybe I didn't communicate that the right way. And I did. And I took that on the chin. I took that on the chin and I and I owned up to that. You know what I mean? That was not the right way to do that, especially with somebody that you fuck with. But it's also his but... communication, too, to be able to say, hey, yo, like that fucked me up. I didn't like like that hurt me. I don't you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't like how you handled that, but not in a tone of, you know, I'm accusing you, you bad shame on you, condemn you, condemn me because now I'm projecting. But like that hurt me. Well, let's well, for me. Both of both of those happened. Like and they did, and they you, did. You, 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 and you hurt me. Yeah. So I think, like, knowing when to let go is important too, and I think that gets overlooked. We always talk about the why something happened or what would you do, but like, how do you move on? Because yeah. I always say the breakup stages is mimic the grief stages in a sense. That's you know? Correct. Yeah, that's um, right. Well, that shit is like, the same, honey. To let go because you can want to forgive, you can have that conversation, but if the, if if it's never settled just within you, I think then you should just let go. Yeah. Instead of trying to drag that shit out, or instead of trying to look for like you get back, because now it's all oh, I'm gonna get my lick back and all that dumb shit. Yeah. I just feel like like what are your steps to just moving on? Because they will say stay busy, but when the busy run out, then what? You gotta process it. 
You yeah, have to process yeah, that, That's an no, unpopular opinion. There's no easy way around it. If we want to exactly. achieve things in life, we it's no easy way around the grind. You got to sit with it and it feels nasty and you're sad and you're crying, but it don't last forever. It's, it's We'll be surprised how quick you know what I'm saying? Like, and then the grief hits you at different paces. I might be good for two months and have a bad day or two, and you have your bad day. You allow that to happen, and you you allow yourself to feel however you feel. You come out of it, and you keep moving. But I agree. I don't know. Um, one last story before we get out of here. Um, that th that threw me off. It was another kind of relationship scenario, but any Lee Chopper, y'all know who that is? Because he's one of the young boys. Y'all might not know who that yeah. is. Yeah, no, I do. Super I met him at Revolt last year. Okay, super handsome young man. I, yeah. I think he's so adorable, and he's vegan, and he's super spiritual. He and here's he, the thing: when you meet him in person, it's a complete. I don't say he's a it's a facade, but he's just you're like he's oh, a different yeah. person. Yeah. Oh well, my god, completely opposite of what's portrayed as you know as an art. As an right. Artist. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, some of his videos talking about his uh vegan. <laughs> smoothies and stuff he come across way different you know yeah very, no he's very intelligent and he probably is very smart more than than what he leads on again like in his artistry and stuff too but he had a longtime girlfriend i don't know the girlfriend's name so don't quote me y'all can drop it in the comments if y'all know no shade to her but she's not like an industry or anything i really think that she was just a part of this man's life on his journey and what have you they were together for 12 months which she definitely made, you know, to seem like it was a very, very, very long time. But in her mind, maybe it was, maybe in industry terms, it was to be together for 12 months. The issue that I had with it is their breakup was public, obviously, because he's a public figure. But what she did was she went to the social medias and she was boo-hoo yeah. crying over the fact that she had been left. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm seeking therapy right now. I'm trying to figure out what my next move is going to be. I thought we were going to get married. You know, when you love somebody, you know, I love so hard. I give so much, you know, and, you know, I was only dealing with him during the time we was together. That was my one and only. And she kept having to clarify, like, when we was together, like, girl, was it not your one and only, girl, but, you know, <laughs> one and, and done, okay? <laughs> so she made sure to make mention of that. But my issue was this. This is the Y'all can let me know how y'all feel about it. I feel like we need more tutelage for the youth. And what I would say to baby girl is because she looked, I think she is older than him because he's she only. Is. Like, I, think, I think he's 19 and they said she was 30, right? Yeah, so maybe 30. And everybody's 30 ain't the same 30, right? So age is just a number two. But I think at a certain point in time during your age, you got to know the rules of engagement, baby. And what you don't do is you're not about to go on social media in front of people boohooing about some man breaking up with you. It's not happening at all. I could be on in the corner, balled up girl. Oh my God! Like you're not gonna see it. I'm not turning on the phone. You'll never see myself it. doing it. And she got a public. You know, maybe she has a following now as a result of being with him. So she felt like, oh, I'm gonna engage with my fans just to update them and let them know. Maybe she felt like she owed them something. But it seemed more like a cry for help. Like she was looking for his sympathy. Cause I don't, I just don't see any man looking at that and feeling like, oh, my poor baby. They don't even have that maternal instinct the way that we would if we see a woman crying. Like, oh, baby, come here. I'm so sorry. A dude gonna be like, oh, it's too much. That's probably but why. Didn't he, didn't he say something too about the fact that, and not like, don't quote me exactly, but I think he even had a response like, I told her what the deal was and she just wasn't with the program or something like that. Because he said that he wasn't ready to, he released a tweet yeah. that he was not ready to be in a monogamous relationship. He's a young man or whatever. He was very, he did it the right way. Exactly what we was just talking about. He communicated, I'm not ready 
at this time. This is my honest truth. I have to live in it. I hope you can respect that. And she kind of just lost her shit. So I was just trying to get y'all a pain because I just feel like I'm not crying publicly. I don't feel like young ladies, y'all should be crying publicly over no man. Period. I don't have an opinion about it. I feel exactly that. It's just that <laughs> I'm not turning on the camera to cry about. I'm just not. Um, I, I, I don't even have an opinion about it because that shit is just ridiculous. Like you, you how old? Like, I can't get with it. I don't understand. I, I it. And all that, all this social media shit. It's it's just y'all putting way too much on here. Y'all putting way too much on here. I don't know, looking for the validation, for the attention, like you said, the cry for help. I don't know what it is, but it's way too much on here. Like nobody even should have seen that. I think it's too much. You know, I don't believe in that type of crying. It's one thing if <laughs> she was on live with somebody or if she was in a situation where she interviewed and, you know, she kind of got a little teary eyed, but it's like you were crying, picked up your phone and pressed record or press, yeah. you know, it was very intentional. So for me, it was just like, what was your intention behind that? What was your argument? Do you feel like you don't care enough? Like, what was it that right. made that step, you know, to do that? Because it did look, it looked, I didn't really feel sad about it. Like, it was like, girl, why, why, why are you doing that? Why are you doing like, that? Why, why are you being vulnerable to this many people? It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who are your friends? Like, call them with with this. It's right. It was to get him to notice. Like, I'm upset. You're not noticing. You're not giving me any attention. To me. Any attention. So to, right. So I'm going to he go. probably just and he probably just moved on. Like, okay, apply pressure because then his phone mm -hmm. is going to. Oh, you saw this? What y'all doing? Y'all beefing? Y'all da, da 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 to make him hit her? Like, damn, what the fuck? It's almost like when the mistress. Or the side boo get in contact with the girlfriend slash wife. You're only doing that because oh boy, probably not giving you no answers, and you know girlfriend gonna make you know. Yeah. Go react. Just my phone, and then he gonna try and check you because he's not communicating with you. So it's like I'm gonna try to blow up the spot. Right. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Of course, it's different. My 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 point is, it's both attention seeking at that. It's attention at seeking, but the, but that's the game that we're trying to give. Not only just for her, but for the young ladies, our young listeners. Like that's not the game, baby. You got to keep it player at all times. I don't care what's going on, baby. You always keep even it when the, even when that shit hurt you, you you got to do it. And I'm a late bloomer to the to that part of the game. Like <laughs> you don't want to do it. Do that shit. Like yeah. you know what I mean? I was I, I was always trying to rectify, fix, communicate. If you call, okay, I'm gonna answer with an attitude. And like I was, me and Fat was talking the other day. Like sometimes you just gotta let that shit go to voicemail for several days at a time and call it a day. Like you know, I may have to take a little further. Like if y'all have to delete all that number, all the numbers out your phone to keep you from calling if you got to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just don't do it. Just That's I mean, and it's not to not say don't feel nowhere. don't feel devastated from the loss of your relationship. They say oh, yeah. they were in a happy, you know, partnership, and he repped her. He had her. He always would talk about her and speak highly of her. With you know, but it's just the crying baby. Don't don't go to the social medias and be crying in front of people. People don't deserve that type of uh, vulnerability from you. Like Mookie no. said, like talk to your friends, talk to your family. Mm -hmm. Also, people who care because everybody else is gonna make a joke out of it. They're gonna make a mockery out of it. And if he is fucking with somebody, and that's else, exactly what it is right now. Some you mockery. And like. And he's not going to feel sorry for you. It's not like he's going to be like, oh, my poor baby. Men don't work like that. That's a maternal thing. We want to care and nurture. Yeah. That's eternal. If he's yeah. talking to somebody else, her and her friends are sitting down in a group chat. You see this shit? Yeah. You know, the confirmation. Then you think he really left her? Yeah. Look, it's really over. You know what I'm saying? Like, never give nobody that one up. That one up. Whoever he is, don't give him that one up. Like, right. take that shit on the chin. 
Do we have any viewer questions this evening? We do not, viewers. Please. <laughs> please. I don't. Okay. I'm, actually, uh, I'm not recording at my uh, usual place. Yeah. So I'm prepared. But you guys, inbox us any questions you have. Nothing is off limits. And you can always remain anonymous. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. all right, y'all. Well, you know, we out here. We in here. We doing our thing. You know. Great show, guys. Great combo, ladies. Right. And again, thank y'all for always tapping in with us. Um, Triopod underscore. We're not um, gonna see. Well, I'm it's in the description box. Y'all will see it. Okay, Tap yeah. I'll be trying to I'll be forgetting this shit, but um right. don't quote me. Just just yeah, just find the <laughs> trio pod. We on we on IG, we on YouTube. Please subscribe, comment, like, tell a friend, you fuck with us, you know, DM, we respond. Do we that's it? <laughs> all right y'all peace we out till next time all right uh